And we're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and welcome back. It's wonderful to hear your voice on the airwaves again. Thank you so much. Now, Narina, the IMF has once again lowered the economic growth outlook, not just for South Africa, but for most of the world. And yet, despite all of this, markets are rallying strongly. How do you explain all of this? (laughs) It does seem a bit counterintuitive. You know, this is the fourth time in the last year that the IMF has lowered the growth outlook for the world um, and, and with it South Africa as well. South Africa's specific forecast for this year lowered to just 0.6% and, and even for the sub-Saharan region also lowered to about 3%. So um, it's, that's 1% lower than their previous forecast. But I think also of particular concern um, to us as a commodity exporting nation is that the uh, economic outlook for the rest the rest of the world has also been lowered once again and, and that just means that the sort of the fundamental demand for our commodities is still not going to pick up. So it's, 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 uh, it's a fair question to say then why are markets rallying the way that they are and I think there's, there's, there's really two main reasons behind it. As the economic growth outlook is, is lowered and um, the expectation is that central banks will have to continue their accommodative monetary policy for longer. So in, in interest rate terms it means interest rates stay lower for longer and it means that your attraction for, to more risky assets and with that is, is commodity prices as well as emerging markets and emerging currencies, um, those ones then are, are more attractive coming from a world where interest rates are either close to zero or in many cases even negative and, and that's just part of what sits behind the current rally that we are experiencing. I, I, I guess that it's, it's questionable whether this is something that is sustainable but for the time being Let's enjoy the ride because it's most likely going to be a nice green day on the JSC as well. Mm-hmm. And then the impact of the very low commodity prices over the last year is clearly evident from the uh, Q1 earnings report that was released by Alco yesterday, uh, Narina. Now, traditionally, this kicks off the earnings season in the United States. Is this a sign of things to come? More good news? Oh, you, you know what? Um, so, yes, Alcoa is, is the bellwether um, U.S. company, always the first one to report at the start of a quarterly earnings season. And Alcoa, although the results that they came out with were better than expected, the expectation certainly was extremely poor. So uh, it's, it's not surprising that, that they were able to at least get uh, something a little bit better than expected. But despite that, the shares of Alcoa was, was still closed um, 4% lower yesterday. Um, and I think there's talk now of, of what has been termed a, an earnings recession in the U.S., um, so clearly companies like an Alcoa, um, energy producers as well as commodity producers will definitely, like our own commodity companies, also experience big declines in earnings during um, or report big declines in earnings. But I think a bigger concern in the U.S. is the impact that the very strong dollar um, will have on companies' earnings who've got a large part of their earnings base now in global markets or offshore. And I think that is of particular concern not just to the investors in the U.S., but also to, to Janet Yellen and her team at the, at the Fed, who realizes that their moves in terms of interest rates directly impact the strength of the U.S. dollar. And if the dollar is too strong, it can actually affect the ability of the U.S. economy to continue growing from its current level. So there's this tug of war going on. We're currently seeing the dollar slightly weaker because the, the Fed has indicated that they will not increase interest rates quite so quickly. But this, this earnings recession fall for the U.S. Is, is a very real issue and, and something which I think is, is going to unfold over the next couple of weeks as we see the quarter one earnings being reported in the U.S.
So I've been out of the loop for a while and, um, you know, just trying to take in as much as I can at the moment. And um, it seems that, you know, despite the so-called earnings recession, it was reported yesterday that South Africans continue to take money out of the country at unprecedented pace. What's going on? Indeed, you know, and this is not not just something which which happened sort of late last year, um, but this is something that has now been reported for the 16th consecutive quarter. So we're talking about four years of sustained capital flows and investment flows going out of South Africa. And, and I think from the South African investor point of view, the focus is very much on our currency and, and moving money outside of the country in order to protect it against the depreciation of the rand, which, as I've just discussed now, has depreciated in line with many other emerging market currencies around the world as well. Uh, So uh, to some extent, one can probably understand why South Africans are doing this. The concern is that they are moving the money into markets that are not looking all that that great either, as the IMF has showed us, as the U.S. earnings are showing us. And and I think the biggest problem is that on the back of a currency which depreciated 30% last year, we see people continue to take their money out of the country now only to find that not just as the currency strengthens, the rand strengthens, which means it, it, it reduces the value of their investment overseas, but they are really battling to get even 1% or 2% positive growth for their investments in those international markets. So a hugely risky investment strategy for South Africans and, and certainly something which I think one needs to do with a lot less of a knee-jerk reaction and rather it should be part of a, of a well-diversified investment strategy. International investments have got a great role to play, but this unprecedented pace of just taking money outside the country, I'm afraid, is going to hurt investors in, in months to come.